Hey, this is Justin Barrier. I'm Rob Mahoney. And I'm Big Waz, a.k.a. Wazzy Lambray. And we are the hosts of Group Chat on the Ringer NBA Show. Hey, did you guys know the Ringer NBA Show feed now has shows six times a week? On Sundays, you can find me chopping it up with some of my favorite people from the NBA world on weekends with Waz. On Mondays and Thursdays, you can listen to Logan Murdoch and Raja Bell on Real Ones. And on Tuesdays, J. Kyle Mann and Jonathan Sharks discuss up-and-coming talent in the NBA on Upside High. Wednesdays, you can listen to Justin, Rob, and myself on Group Chat. And on Fridays, check out The Answer with Chris Ryan and Sirit Sohi. So go ahead and follow The Ringer NBA Show on Spotify. We promise you'll never run out of content. My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets, download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. any other my friends this is the master's recap here on fairway Rolling. my friends welcome to a brilliant scotty scheffler validation of number one in the world i'm your starter joe house this is the Fairway Rolling Golf Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I am joined by my PGA Tour correspondent on the ground, my accomplice. We walk the grounds together. Nate Dog, have your legs recovered from all that walking? Well, they got a little shaky uh, once it appeared that Scheffler might seven putt. <laughs> <laughs> and we might have a playoff with Rory. But House, for all the drama that was built up here, for everything that the television and media and all of us tried to do this son of a bitch was over Friday afternoon. Wasn't it? 
I mean, this Un- guy is unflappable. It was over. Unflappable. He couldn't be flapped. We tried to flap him. We Everybody flapped. tried to flap him. He wasn't here for it. He was having no flaps, Nate Dog. I mean, it, it is such a wonderful tribute to the tournament in its own way. The equivalent of Scotty Scheffler bowing to the course as Hideki's caddy did last year. Hideki's caddy is going to be more famous than Hideki, by the way. But <laughs> was was Scheffler finally allowing himself to be a human being and not be just in the moment and focused and four putt on 18, right? There's something sort of cute and sweet and human about that, which is exactly who Scotty Scheffler is. <laughs> cute that, and, and sweet true. and human and amazing at golf. But this thing was over Friday night in hindsight because, as we discussed, this guy cannot be mentally pushed away. And, and uh, look, Cam Smith is going to win a Masters, I think, especially it like it. based on his, his comments after the round. We saw a little shakiness on 18 at the players. We saw shakiness on 12 at the Masters. You will forgive him because everybody in the world has had shakiness there, including the, the beloved Tiger Woods, including the beloved Jordan Spieth, and on and on and on. But part of getting through this golf tournament is not making mistakes. And when it pinched very briefly to one today, he didn't make mistakes. He kept going. After two holes, suddenly it looked like it was a tournament. And one hole later, it was a three-hole or three-shot lead. And it never got close. He taught us back at the Ryder Cup what kind of competitor he is. We're talking about Scotty Scheffler here. That matchup with John Rahm essentially put the world on notice of what kind of, uh, I don't know how to put it, chutzpah? Balls, this he just he steps up to the challenge, is ready for the challenge. But he's not aggro, the is challenge. he? He's, he's not, not stare you down. No, nope. he's not angry. You know, not. he doesn't have that sort of fiery thing. He just is going to play his game and he's going to beat you. And, and he's one of those quiet assassin fellas. Look, he came off the he came off the corn ferry tour. And he'd kicked everybody's ass that year. And we talked about him at the onset of this pod, you and I did, about somebody who was, was someone to look forward to in, in, the, in that season. And, and we knew that he could be special. But there's lots of guys who could be special who don't pan out like this. And, and there's lots of guys who win a tournament and then it breaks them. Charles Schwartzel. We saw him have a wonderful renaissance this week. And all he talked about in the interviews was how he goes and plays Bears Club and he shoots 10 under. And then he gets out on the course, he shoots two two over through two holes and he's mentally spent. But this guy just needed for the win to happen and it just unleashed a streak. I mean, when have we seen this? Four of the last six, but not just four of six. He beat fields on courses he beat the best fields on some of the best and most diverse courses that we've seen. I mean, this has been an unbelievable display of golf. And, and you layer in one of those four, six wins was match play. Like, right. it wasn't even stroke play. You don't care. No. Like, it, 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 are we putting the tee in the ground? Are we hitting the ball? Is there a green and a, and a fairway and a, and a tee box? Okay, let's go. Yeah. And, you know, to, to your point, to your observation... He is the first since Ian Woosnam to have attained the world number one and then immediately won uh, the Masters thereafter. 
Um, Tiger won it many times as a world number one, but you know, the first time um comparison is is with Woosnam. And it just doesn't seem to matter in terms of a heater. You said, you know, we haven't seen this. The only comparison we can genuinely draw is to Tiger. And we recognize how preposterous that is, except for this is a Tiger level heater that he is on. And it's magnificent. I mean, the, the diversity of the ways of winning, the different pressures, and the ability to draw on different parts of the game to save on 17. Now, I know he, he, put himself in a position to not really feel enormous pressure to save on 17, but still he, he, it was a beautiful execution. I mean, you know, he played it right in terms of a sensible punch out from the right side, pine straw area to a number. And then he hit his number and then he, he put it into tap in range yeah. with his approach. And one of the things, and I, I want to sort of keep an eye on this as the season goes on, he has a professional caddy. Yes. He has a team. He has a teammate. He has a guy that was on the bag for two Masters wins. Obviously now invaluable. Yeah. Now three, right? Think about that. But, but House, guess how many people have won three Masters, including two different players within those three wins? Is it just Ted Scott? Well, it's Ted Scott. It's Stevie Williams, who had Tiger... Uh, for three, and Adam Scott for one. Oh, he, it, Stevie was on Adam Scott's bag. Right. That's right. And then it's Nathaniel Ironman Avery for uh, Arnold Palmer. It's Willie Peterson for Jack Nicholas and Willie Pappy Strokes, who won for Henry Picard, Claude Harmon, Ben Hogan twice, Jackie Burke. So, I mean, we're those are all old school. This guy shepherded this man around the course, and he's made a difference in the same way that it feels like the rest of his life is so grounded and centered that he does not get moved. I mean, w when I sit here and tell you Bubba Watson, you can tell me the thing that Bubba Watson is amazing at. He's amazing at shop sh at shot shaping, right? And you know, literally the um most intriguing shot of the yes. entire tournament this year in this Masters out right. of the woods and eight on 18. Right. But but where I'm going with this Adam Scott, we can say ball striking. Like Jack Arnold, what's Scotty Shuffler great at? Everything. Right. Everything. It's between the ears, this kid. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's why he won this golf tournament. I mean, the the 18 yesterday was where he could have lost this. Because that could have so easily been a moment where he gets flustered. And instead of hitting a great shot once he takes the relief out of the you know, out of the magnolia or whatever bush he hit into, he takes his two strokes. He could have easily, you know, chunked that or or overcooked it and made six or seven there and come into today with Cam Smith staring him down. Cam Smith makes two birds. You know, suddenly you, you could see him massively under the gun and falling apart. Instead, he keeps his cool. He makes a stress-free, what feels like a stress-free bogey. And in, in the post-game conference, uh, he just sounded super comfortable. He was completely unfazed by that moment. The way he handled it kept it from being a moment of panic. It came out today. He took a couple punches. And then, you know, to be honest, Cam Smith didn't totally keep the pedal down and he just stayed unflappable. It, it's just so fascinating how many guys have it on the talent side, but they don't have it between the ears. And that probably is the right transition point to talk about Rory McIlroy, who gave us today 
<laughs> one of the best final rounds in, in the history of the Masters gave us what will honestly be the moment of this Masters between his hole out from the bunker followed by Morikawa's hole out from the bunker and the enthusiasm and excitement that they both had for each other. It was just a wonderful moment. And for fuck's sake, can we do it when it matters? <laughs> no. We, we cannot. No, no, Nathan, we cannot. I, Ever? I'm gonna, Is it over? For, Did for today me, not make you believe that he can win? Well, we'll get to Rory in a second. But for me, I just wanted to make a, a quick uh, interjection. Yes. The shot of the tournament was Tiger's birdie putt on 16 yes, on which Thursday. We saw. Yes, which we on, saw. On Thursday. Okay. Just because, yes. like, we got me, a fist I, pump. The storyline... Um, of this tournament, it's it's one A one B, and uh, you know we can quibble whether Tiger is one A or one B on this storyline. But his return, Tiger's one A. Uh, the way that you know the entire Masters community, it was so wonderful to have everybody back out um, and have you know the the proper Masters uh, uh, you know community there. And, and what we experienced on Thursday were every tee box standing ovation, every green standing right. ovation, and what that did to propel him forward. And we, we observed. Now, I would I'll tell you, you know, one of the things we talked about and, and watched was him being in such physical distress and looking like a broken dude. He did look like he was moving a little bit better as the week went on. Yes. But what an experiment, right? This, this ended up being for him. I wonder if we will see him play any golf other than majors this year. Uh, I don't I, I don't I don't care. I just I just he? love seeing him play. Yeah. I'm so thrilled to see him play, well, right? Well, why would he? I mean, uh, yeah. look, we came off the course Thursday and what we'd cautioned everyone against was yeah, this was one of the most heroic rounds of golf he has ever played. I mean, right up there with the final round and then the playoff round at Torrey Pines when he won the US Open on a broken leg. That, that don't underestimate what we just saw because off the cameras, as the media was building up, Tiger's back, Tiger's back, you saw a man who was struggling and fighting. That, to me, was actually the story this week. And we know he wasn't going to win the tournament, right? So the yeah. fact that he got through this is one of the biggest accomplishments in golf, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, think about all the guys. Bryson missed the cut. Brooks missed the cut. Right? I mean, all these guys. Jordan could, missed the cut. Jordan missed the goddamn Xander cut. Xander missed the cut. And a guy with no back, you know, I, I don't even think he's got vertebrae left. I think he just has a pole back there. I think he's just got a pole from his hip to his foot at this point. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the guy, you know, forget his finishing position. He beat Homa for crying out loud. He beat Mackenzie <laughs> Hughes. He beat Danny Berger. He beat Terrell Hatton. I mean... Yeah, able-bodied young men. He beat Let's Adam be Scott. Look, this was a heroic effort that I don't think anybody who wasn't watching him the first day could fully appreciate how bad it was. And and yes, you know, by the end of it, everyone was, you know, Amanda was talking about what an inspiration he was, and she's right, you know. But it's about the uncanny and sort of um, unhinged... <laughs> to be honest, drive of a human being who wants to be out there so badly that he would put himself through this pain. It just was incredible. And he deserves all the flowers for just getting through four rounds. I mean, I don't know. How do your hammies, how, how do your quads feel? We walked around that damn place for two and a half days. 
I, I was literally sore on Saturday morning when I woke up. I had to stretch. I mean, you know, now we're older than Tiger. So at least I, I am. You're you're right there at the same age, just about. But, you know, I, I had to go through my calisthenics to get there. Look, he now, told us he, he he's going to show up at, at St. Andrews to be sure. And he's going to do whatever he can to get to the PGA house. If we see him four times a year, I feel like you and I should still high five and be so grateful for it. Well, we have to go back to Rory. I took us away from Rory just because you you properly identified, you know, the highlight of today truly was both of Rory McIlroy and Colin Morikawa making birdie on the 18th green. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're asking, what are we going to do about um, Rory here? And, you know, 73, 73, 71, 64. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. We knew he's, it was coming. It was the, the easiest best. bet in it was the easiest bet in the world. But we wouldn't have bet on this number. And and he did come off the course and say, Look, that's the most fun I've ever had on a golf course. And and eight under, I mean a 64, lowest, tied for lowest round on Sunday ever at the Masters. That's something. And you just get the sense that. Okay, he's not going to be Tiger. He may not even be Phil and win multiple ones once it breaks through. But he might be more like Sergio, and he's going to have his moment. There'll be a couple more yet. I'm not ready to write off Rory. We love Rory, and and I just want to make it absolutely clear because Brad Faxon just told me to fuck off on Twitter. Um, Why? I, I We adore Rory because I tweeted that nobody is better. <laughs> there isn't a human being on Earth that is be, What's you know, better when problem? he has... Zero chance to win. I think it was a. a, a I think it, he was being um, fun, and he's he's a Rory supporter. As but we so are, are here we. On, You're the on biggest truther ever. I am a Rory truther, but it is the, still the case that there is no human being on earth that I would want to be out there with zero chance to win the golf tournament and just go out there and go low. And all the expectation was was that he would top five. I mean. I had bet Morikawa yes. outright against yes. Rory in a head-to-head matchup before the tournament started. Last night, when the matchups came out, I bet Rory. Yes, but Rory of had course. a head-to-head against no Colin Morikawa. No doubt. Rory First was day, favored. You knew what was going to happen. I laid the juice. It's like I got to. I mean, I got to hedge this bet because I know exactly what's going to happen now. And that's we, exactly we know Rory. We love Rory. Yes, that's exactly what happened. So it's not shade at all. It just speaks to the pressure that is involved in this sport and, and that, that wonderful human moment on 18 where they both are cheering for each other and like, they're not terrific. Really, they're not really playing against each other, right? Everybody plays the same course. Nobody else, you know, hits a ball over a net at you with a different topspin. No ref makes a bad call. There's nothing. It's just you and the ground. And can you do it? And for some reason, by the way, just like Justin Thomas's first round this week, yeah. When Rory tees off, he's overhyped and he's got to find a way to land the plane in the first round and he's going to win one of these things. Guess who else does? Justin Thomas, who did almost the same thing today. He faded a little bit through 12 and 13 with some bogeys, but there was a moment where it looked like he was making a run too. And what he told us so honestly, and I love JT for this, was I woke up Thursday and I didn't want to do my job. I didn't feel good. I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to do it. And I think everybody yeah, let, feels that way. I, well, I want to do one last sort of parting thought on Rory. Um, I, 
we just have to come up with a way. I don't know how we are going to do it. In the way that the entire Masters crowd, the community, everybody assembled on those grounds at Augusta National on Thursday willed Tiger to one under yes. par on that Thursday. We have to come up with a way to yes. replicate that for Rory Moore. Uh, <laughs> Rory Moore. Look, they willed Sergio Rory to McElroy. do it. They'll will on a, Rory. On a Thursday. Yeah. Like every stat that we are going to see, Justin Ray comes on every one of these majors and says, the problem with Rory is he sucks in the first round. Yes. If he could just shoot par in a first round. I mean, he's an extraordinary number of strokes above par on Thursdays, and that is what's keeping him from winning another major. So We need the Tiger uh, crowds on Thursday surrounding Rory. Is. That's what we yeah. need. I, if we, if you and I have to go to every one of these tournaments, Nate Dog, and and follow Rory and root him on, I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, but I guess. We, I guess. Just I mean, on Thursday. Twist just my on arm. Thursday. Fuck. Just on. Just Thursday. Then we can go home. But we need to go get away. Uh, come up with a way for Rory to get under par on a Thursday. Now, look, I want to make the same observation around JT because yeah. you um, just just shared an insight that um, is is worth repeating, which is. Our conversation. So we did shows every day last week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. And the show early in the week, we were talking about and speculating about what's Tiger capable of, included some observation around the toll that... The press um, conference, baby. Well, just just JT participating in Tiger's world, right. what kind of toll that took on him. And then it manifested on Thursday. You just said it. He said in the press conference he wasn't, after that round, ready to go to work on Thursday. And we mused between ourselves with Bill Simmons, is there a possibility that all of this time and energy that he's devoted to propping up Tiger, to getting Tiger to this place, is having a detrimental effect on him? And I will believe that that's the case until, you know, somebody proves it, Me proves too. the contrary. Do you, I mean, it just was apparent, right? Watching all of his, the the energy that went into he flew there the week before he participated on sunday doing the practice rounds the crowds were unbelievable for the for the practice rounds monday and tuesday and He's he on was the there. text thread with tiger and freddie right so all, all all of that but the thing that i'll say and this is a thing again like I'm, i may be making too too much of this but i really do it's a working thesis here okay i don't love roy mcelroy's caddy I'm ready for Rory McIlroy to get a professional caddy on the bag again. I know he's with his boy. I know he's comfortable, but we're trying to win majors. I absolutely, by contradistinction, adore who Justin Thomas has on the bag. Yes. And Justin Thomas went out and shot a 76 on Thursday and then bounced back with a 67 on Friday. And I honestly credit JT 1A and Bones 1B right. because that's a professional dude who's there both for the, you know, obviously all the technical aspects of, of, you know, helping them on the bag, but really the psychologist, a guy who's okay. been, you know, who, who, who's been on, on uh, experience wise, triple the number of, of majors that the Thomas, the JT's played in, maybe not triple, but at least double, right? He's, yeah. he's been on some majors and so, that's a guy who you want in your corner. So let me then ask you based on that point, how do you feel about, DJ's brother on the bag, and how do you feel about Xander's buddy on the bag? Um, Xander's a cross off for me. I'm keeping him out of everything 
until we see some kind of uh, notice, noticeable Hugely shift. Hugely disappointing week from Xander Shoffley. No doubt and, about it. And we don't have an explanation. You know, we, we didn't have anything coming in that was telling us, oh, he's, you know, uh, suffering from this niggling injury or, you know, he, he's House, not this is feeling. A guy, this is a guy who's going to lose out if he doesn't figure it out because he's now got Scheffler and Zalatoris and Morikawa and Smith and still McElroy. And by the way, every now and then Connors and Sung JM and, and, and who are going to outperform him if he doesn't figure out how to get this to the next level. He's an unbelievable talent. This is one of those guys who what got you here isn't going to get you there. Great lesson in business. Great lesson in golf. He's going to have to make some changes to elevate it to the next level. DJ and, has enough talent, right? But yeah. it's Xander not, who doesn't. We're not picking on the, his buddy. No. It's, it's just it's no. a team thing. It's an approach. Yes. You, you just made that the, the, the most uh, salient point. This is a business decision. Right. Let's figure this out. It's too good to not be, you know, to, to be around the rim this much and not have the ball go in the hoop. DJ, you know, we talked about this on our, on our pods with Bill. He was telling us that he wasn't all the way there. He was telling yeah. us, you know, I, I don't quite have it. I, I, I'm on the ascent. I'm getting better. It's starting to feel better. But that was code for, I don't have four days of this. I'm going to make a few mistakes. You know, another top 12, you know, top 15, he finished tied for 12. Right. I mean, uh, he could do it in his sleep, right? That's exactly right. So, so, and so, I don't, yeah. you know, I think his brother, that's a different thing. I do like, too. Bro brothers, brothers are, are, are a, a, yeah, let yeah. me tell you, his one who's caddied for his brother. <laughs> Good point. How yes, about that? I, I can tell you that, that the psychologist element is, is helpful and important. Uh, but y I also wouldn't trust me to help him think through which club to pull in this situation and to help him think about like how to get around the course, which Ted definitely did for Scheffler this week, which Bones definitely helped Thomas do this week. We just didn't quite get the execution from JT in the moment, but he would have been in this tournament. Forget his final score. I mean, okay, great. He shot even par today. He had an opportunity to shoot six or seven today. He was playing that well. I just think he makes the turn. He looks at the big board on nine going over to 10 and goes, uh, you know, Scotty's at 10 under, I'm at three, like it's over. And his concentration starts to slip in the same way that shot that, 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 that Scotty four putts 18, like it's going to happen. My par saving pals, let's talk a little hoops. It is NBA playoff time in the NBA play-in tournament, which is right upon us. There are no sure things except one. If you bet at least 20 bucks in a same game parlay on the FanDuel Sportsbook app, you will get an instant bonus, win or lose. That is right. FanDuel is doing it right. Not only do you get to enjoy the NBA's best duking it out for the right to jump into these playoffs, but FanDuel is giving all customers a bonus for getting in on the action. And the more you bet, the bigger your bonus. Same game parlays are the thing. We're going to see the Nets out there. I know what I anticipate out of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. They're going to make these playoffs. I'm going to jump on their overs for both of their individual points, rebounds, and assist totals. And then probably an over in whatever the game total ends up being because the Brooklyn Nets play no defense. Let's just be honest. FanDuel is an official partner of the NBA. Their app is safe. It's easy to use. You get your winnings fast. 
And if you are new to the FanDuel Sportsbook, just sign up today with promo code ROLLIN, R-O-L-L-I-N, to make every moment more. So don't just watch the NBA playing tournament. Be a part of it. Bet at least 20 bucks in the same game parlays and get yourself an instant bonus win or lose. Quick disclaimer, you have to be 21 or older and present in select states only. Bonus is issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire in seven days. The max bonus is $100. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R or visit fanduel.com slash RG. That is if you are in the following states, Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. If you're in New York, the Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. In Wyoming, 1-800-522-4700. Or if you're in West Virginia, you can just visit www.1800gambler.net. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health Services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I am so thrilled to look at this leaderboard and have the experience um, once again 
of that glorious glorious mix of right. old 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 vets right. around this track. Two two you know winners. Schwartzel won here. Willett won here. Both those guys top fifteen. Um, Lee, Lee Westwood has performed, you know, top 15 for, for Westwood, the def- defending champion, Hideki Matsuyama, top 15 with an injury with the, Right. Yeah. I mean, he had to withdraw from every Can tournament we pause in the for lead one up to sec. this. How do you Go think ahead. Tiger felt with a completely splintered leg? That's made up of, I don't know. What's it made of like flour, or baking and, soda at this yeah. point. Yeah. Watching <laughs> Paul Casey withdraw for injury. Look, we, we don't have to talk about Paul Casey on this podcast. Watching Louis Oosthuizen in his group withdraw for injury. Do you think he looked sideways and was like, what? That hurt my feelings. Did your, the, the Louis Oosthuizen withdrawal hurt my did feelings. Did your hands fall I, off? I have no leg. <laughs> I also have no vertebrae. Louis, Louis was out of sorts, and we watched it because we tracked. We, we watched so much of that Tiger round. We walked that Tiger Thursday round, and, and Louis... The funniest thing is we speculated, we talked through the potential impact on that group right. of just the tiger, you know, um, uh, reappearing on the scene and who's going to be flustered by it. Joaquin Neiman absolutely murdered Thursday yeah, and Friday. Foot and mouth. He, Jocko, he was fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> Neiman wasn't the, pro, you know, he wasn't the issue. No. Now he, 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 he shot a 77 on Saturday, but that great. was like. It was a winner 77. I mean, Listen, he's, he's he handled, Chilean. He handled Thursday and Friday extraordinarily well. It also yeah. wasn't as insane. Like, if he'd been playing, I guess, at Phoenix, maybe it would have been different. But that's no excuse. I was super wrong. I, I Mad respect for Neiman. You and me both. Uh, I mean, and I share your sentiment. Yeah, Louis, though, come on, man. Withdrawing from an injury from the group <laughs> that Tiger Woods is in when he's got a wheelbarrow dragging him up the seventh. I mean, come on, man. He, he had to get back to the farm. What, what, what can you say? Well, some of the guys, let's talk about the guys that did not let us down first. Yes. Colin Morikawa. Thank you. Did not let us down. Did not Top let us down. Top five for Colin. High um, we five. We talked him up. Cream of some young guys. <laughs> yeah, some Pays of off, cream, baby. Cream of some wins. young guns. Morikawa fifth. And uh, the Zalatoris. third part of that was Willie Z, who was right there in a tie for six. baby. Morikawa and Zalatoris with 67s on the Sunday at the Masters. We were right and... to, drop, to, to drop Victor from that poo-poo platter because yeah. Victor was close, but he just it, it just wasn't quite there. The wedge yeah, got in the well, way. Well, and his pink pants got in the way. I don't really have the problem with the color of the pants if they were just handsome slacks. How do you but feel about sh- JT's show up pants? In, in joggers with a stripe down them. JT's, you know, on, on a, in a different place. He he's been so um, fit, you know, kit wise, the for all, all the way up to this moment that I feel like he's built up a little uh, room for for. Okay, so you weren't a ex- fan, but you're not going to blow him up for the yellow. That's pants. right. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly. All right, fine. Yeah, no, the yellow is fine. Like that would would have looked marvelous with the green jacket. That was a deliberate play, yeah. right? That's that's an accent. I'm in a yellow shirt right now. You can see me. It's a handsome yellow shirt. Well, it is to so, go along with. So the young guys. We love the performance of of um, Morikawa, Zalatoris, validating what everybody observes, which is he's going to win this golf tournament at some point in the future. If it's he clear. can learn how to putt, well, he, he's just very comfortable, right? He's not he's not cowed by it. He loves it. He, he eats it up. It's clearly, um, you know, his mind's eye loves the way that he sees the shots around this golf course. Yeah, and so it'll just be you know right time, right place for Willie Z. I think. Yeah. I, I, we're talking about ball strikers. 
the top ball strikers in the world are at the top of this leaderboard. Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, Cameron Smith, Will Zalatoris, Corey Connors. It's all here. There's not, there's not much that doesn't belong on this leaderboard. If you're going to say, I'm surprised, you're surprised at Schwartzel and Willett, maybe you're a little surprised at, at, at Shane Lowry. I... You no, know, we 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 liked his prospects coming in. The wind we and talked everything about was the good idea. for him. Yeah, that's right. We talked about his um sort of of uh formidability in 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 a bad weather kind of formidability. Anyway, uh, we talked about yeah. his uh, his response to bad weather. We liked his his odds as we sat and looked at the the forecast, and he'd been in good form. And we yes. watched him in Florida be in good form yes. throughout the Florida swing and, and a guy with, you know, a major under his belt. I do want to give a quick shout out. Um, I was getting in the, in the timeline, a lot of feedback from the Australian community saying that we didn't focus on Cam Smith. And all I can say is, yes, friends, we did. We, we did. I know we put out a lot of content last week and it's I don't fair if you expect didn't listen to it all. every single person to listen to all those hours that we blathered on, but we gave Cam Smith, I think it was Wednesday. Yes. When we came off the golf course after the practice round, like a full, like eight to 10 minute. You specifically recitation. said this guy may win the tournament. We got to spend some time on him. And by the way, we came off Thursday and said, we think this guy could absolutely win the golf tournament. And, and he absolutely could have. I mean, uh, it's it's an interesting thing with Cam. Again, there have been a few moments over the last month in which he's squeezed a little bit when it's been key. But he he was the perfect guy to be chasing Scotty today. And I, I totally agree with I that. I really believed after the second hole when it it got down to one, he birdied the first two. Scotty just made pars. You thought, game on, here we go. And on a very birdieable par three in which you saw lots of birdies today. You know, it, it, he just didn't execute, and, and it, it changed the complexion of the tournament when Scotty, Scotty chipped in. Absolutely true. Um, I, I will say it is not even really, to my mind, a knock on Cam for him to knock it in the water on 12. He birdied uh, no. 11. Got to go out. stood in the tee box, and, and you know, he, he said it was the worst swing of the week, he had the perfect club. He had his number. He felt comfortably. He just put a bad swing. Go at it. That's golf. That happens. Um, the thing that I'm more sort of concerned about with him, just in terms of his um, lo- long-term prospects, his miss once he gets out of sorts is a snipe left. Yeah. You know, he comes yeah. over it a tiny bit. Yes. And it's a little bit of a hooded thing yes. that goes up and he gets himself in trouble. He did it last uh, summer. I think it was at concession was that it or is right. it yeah it was concession right where he had the lead the outright lead he was looking great could he was moving not along solve it then couldn't or solve today. it yeah so but that that's that's a miss that that i'm sure he and his team have you know identified and and something that they can great work on problems but, to have yeah tremendous all, all all uh kudos all credit to to camp smith huge camp smith fans here at fairway rolling yeah worth worth quickly shouting out camp champ who's going to get an invite here back next year having finished in the top 12 uh, T- top 10 does that right yep. that's how good is that camp champ yeah good to see he's the one who's on that board here you're like wow oh okay great i don't remember seeing a single shot out of, out of camp champ in all four rounds. No, I watched him on the on the featured groups app for a while. 
and he was absolutely bombing the ball off the tee. But other than that, I didn't see, yeah, we just saw nothing of him, and here he is sitting there. So shout out Cam Champ. It's the same way we're like, wait, Higgs made the Masters? What? Uh, and <laughs> Not only that, Higgs, Higgs top 15. I know. Ho- hopefully uh, Champ uh, acquits himself as well as, as Higgs did yeah. this year. Well, we're, we're set up. Like all of the faves, you ran through the names. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, a lot of people were on him, a top 15 finish. How do you feel is, you about know, Rom today? I mean, I, I, what I noticed. You got to talk about him. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I watched almost the whole round. And the thing for me that stuck out above all else was he and Tiger were talking the entire time. And Tiger was demonstrably sort of gesturing and pointing. And what Tiger was giving him the dissertation. And he, he's been begging for it. He'd been begging for it and he asking was, he for it. He wanted it from Tiger. And John hung back and walked the slower pace with him. And I think he got a clinic today. And he shot, you know, beautiful uh, yeah, four under. under. And uh, he, he, he played incredible today. And I, I just think Rom got some lessons in how to play this course. That said, he's got to figure out the putter, man. Uh, yeah, it, it's been too long now for us to just say it's a, it's a period in time and, you know, these things ebb and flow and yada, yada. There's all That's these it. guys at the top who maybe have an off week, but they don't have an off season. And That's right. don't forget the last time John Rom won a golf tournament was the U S open. The last time Justin Thomas won a golf tournament was the players. And we're now at a point where, Hey, Cam Smith's won twice. Scheffler's won four of six. Like, you got to get on the party train or eventually the party train leaves without you. So these guys have some work to do. He's still a young gun. I mean, that's the thing, right? No doubt. No doubt. And they will. They're going to figure it out. But they got to step back and go, and they will. Of course, they're going to do this. But we got, you know, three quarters of the season, two thirds of the season left. For these guys to win a major, what we learned today is they have to get another level better. Nate, we're basically like five weeks out from the PGA Championship, four and a half weeks out. Tell me who's going to win the PGA Championship. We're at Southern Hills, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Who's winning the PGA Championship? Tiger Woods! (laughs) Well, he's definitely playing it. Phil Mickelson, not playing it. Well, I won't say anything definite about Tiger, right? Everything that we get is, is a wonderful... Um, reward. Hopefully his um, recovery from this golf tournament goes yeah. great and his team and th- they all learned a bunch. You know, they, they, they collected a bunch of data points from Tiger's experience yeah. at this golf tournament and hopefully he just, you know, they're, they're, they'll be ready to roll come Tulsa. House, you know, 60 days ago, we, we would have told you that Scotty Scheffler had no chance because he hadn't won and he just hangs around the hoop and doesn't go. So, what I think this tells us is that more than ever, you have to measure where people are in the moment. Coming into this golf tournament, the two best golfers in 2022 were Scotty Scheffler and Cam Smith, and they were in the final group. And really, at the end of the day, it was only those two guys who today had a chance to win the golf tournament. Rory's fun performance aside, he didn't have a chance to win, and that's probably Truth. why he played so well. Truth. So, so for us, what's fun is we get to watch the next couple weeks of golf and make an assessment the week of about who's playing well. Because when we scroll down the leaderboard, I can keep going about six or seven scrolls and keep looking at people who have a chance to win that PGA tournament. It's going to be about, with all of these amazing guys playing extraordinarily next-level golf, 
who is on a heater? Can Scheffler continue? Or is there somebody else who over the next three, four weeks is going to step up and be the guy heading into the PGA Championship? Because we don't know today who's going to win that thing in the same way we did not know Super Bowl Saturday that it was going to be Scotty Scheffler, who is the clear and, you know, absolutely uncontested number one player in the world. Uncontested number one player in the world. So the tournaments between now and the um, PGA Championship are the, the, the classic RBC up at Hilton Head, Harbortown Links, which is always fun. It feels like a great breather. Um, we love the, the, the traveling troop that goes right here from Augusta up to Hilton Head, short, short drive. And then we have the fun team thing at, at the Zurich. Cam um, Smith, defending champ. <laughs> indeed, along with, with with pal Mark Leishman. Um, then we're in Mexico. There is an event here in Washington, D.C. Uh, the Wells Fargo is here because it's traditionally at Quail Hollow, but they are preparing Quail Hollow for um, the President's Cup yeah. this fall. Yeah. So we've relocated the Wells Fargo here in the D.C. area. Then the, the Byron Nelson and, and who knows how many folks will post for that. You're going to um, have a lot of guys take some weeks off here. Yeah, that's exactly how this is is lining up, and and you know Tiger won't be missing anything if he uses all of this time um, over the next five weeks to get himself in shape. And then we're in 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 Tulsa, Southern Hills for for the PGA Championship. So I need a, a nice bit of a breather. Yeah, we a little bit of a breather. It's good for you. It's good for me. It's good for all the birdie buddies out there. My par saving pals, what a masters! A lot of of things, and we're looking forward. We're going to do it our own selves tonight. To seeing all of the sort of breakdown, the reactions. We'll have a wonderful time over the next 24, 48 hours with these storylines and so forth. And we have something to savor until the next major. And the next major is right around the corner. So, Nate Dogg, as is always the case, thank you so much for coming on. Our producer, Isaiah Blakely, thank you, buddy, for all the hustle this week. Unbelievable job, man. We, we kept yeah. you rolling on the ones and the twos. Um, and par saving pals, thanks for joining us. We are off, um, for about a week and then we'll come back and talk about the Zurich. We'll get you ready for the Zurich and have a little reaction to the Harbor town golf links tournament. Hope everybody enjoyed the masters. Um, we certainly did. Thanks to FanDuel. Thanks to, to our, our buddy, the pod father. We had a great time down there in Augusta, Georgia. We shall be back in a week, and hopefully there was strong ROI across the board for all of you, my Eagle enthusiasts. We'll talk to you in a week. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.